Happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Leafs Convo podcast for Vanguard Northeast Realty in Scarborough, vanguardne.ca. I'm Norman James in London, Ontario, joined as always by my podcast partner in crime, Michael Piagello in Buffalo, New York. Michael, it's 11 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Good morning, Norman. Uh, yeah, well, the, the, uh, we'll, see. we'll see where everybody is when the clock strikes midnight tonight. Whether Lee fans are joyous and running through the streets of Toronto or uh, curling in the corner yeah. in their apartment or in their house after watching game seven. Um, you know, it comes all down to this. It's been a fairly even series, a roller coaster series, annoying in some ways because you would like some mm-hmm. consistency, but it comes down to this. And this is the time where you have to either show up. Or shut up. Prior to the playoffs, we were concerned the Leafs just didn't have the right manpower to not only beat the Bruins, but to march on through and beat Tampa like we expected and get to the conference finals and then even win a Stanley Cup. Yet here they are in game seven. So we have this this struggle. The ex, The general expectations of wanting the Maple Leafs and, and believing the Maple Leafs could initially balance with the reality of, of the situation. Yet, again, here they are. Game seven, Michael. I'm not sure what we can expect or forecast for tonight that will make us believe the Leafs can get this thing done because, as you mentioned, and as we know, it's been topsy-turvy back and forth. The way the win-loss schedule has taken place, you think – Game seven belongs to the Maple Leafs, yet it's in Boston, a place where they are 0 for 2 in their last two tries in winning a game seven. So can you prognosticate, Mike? Can you hint? Can, you ex- can we have any expectation as to how things are going to go tonight? Or do you just kind of keep one eye on the game and one eye on <laughs> an escape route if things don't go right for you? Um, yeah, I mean, even Nostradamus is not going to be able to predict this game. Um, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, you all, all things point. I mean, yes, the odd, even breakdown of the series, every other game with the Leafs winning one, three, five, Boston winning two, four, six would say, oh, that means the Leafs are going to come back and win game seven. You hope you wish that's not reality. What's going to be reality is how the teams play. And we know that when their backs have been against the wall three times in this series, after falling behind one nothing, two to one, and three to two, the mm-hmm. Bruins have found a way to respond. Tonight, you know, all bets are off. This is game seven. There's no tomorrow. You can use every analogy that you want to think up, but that's that that's the mm-hmm. that's the case. The, the season ends for one of these teams tonight, and it's going to be who shows up, who plays better, who gets the breaks when your back is against the wall. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to predict it because, but I'm just saying that the way it leans the way and the way I thought before the series based on experience, based on, um, you know, particular talent that comes to the forefront in the playoffs. I picked the Bruins. Mm, yeah. I hope I'm wrong, but you know, do I, ex- do I expect Bergeron, Marchand and Pasternak to be at the top yeah. of the game? Sure. Would I would I like to have a six foot nine Slovakian mountain like Zdeno Chara on my blue line? Sure, um, but you know the Leafs have great players too, so it's going to be up to them 
to step up and to match what the Bruins are likely to do. If they do that, then the Leafs have a good chance. If they don't, we'll be talking about locker clean-out and what's going to happen in the summer later this week. Don't go there. People are already talking about locker clean-out and cleaning out the head coach. It's, it's mind-bottling, Michael. Speaking of game sixes, the Leafs didn't win game six on home ice, and that's a huge cause for concern for me. Dallas gets it done in their series mm-hmm. with Nashville. So there goes my bracket. Goodbye. I had Nashville <laughs> and Tampa in the Stanley Cup final. Well, you're, you're, you're not alone, Norma. The, the NHL is redoing their Stanley Cup bracket challenge because there have been so many upsets. Tampa Bay yeah. was like the choice of 50%. If Washington goes out, they may as well scrap the entire bracket challenge because no, they What's had that nobody like winning. in Dallas, Mike? Yeah, no. You were there for the draft. I was there for the draft. Yeah, it was. I mean, I mean, it wasn't full for the draft. I mean, it was a it was a hundred mm-hmm. degrees outside on a Friday night in the, in the summer. But it, it's a Is nice, it nice looking arena. It's okay. So it's yes. not out in Plano yeah, or downtown. Mesquite. No, it's not like it's not like Florida with sun <laughs> with sunrise. No, it's it's mm-hmm. downtown Dallas. So it's. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a nice looking arena. It's credit rather, to Dallas. I mean, obviously, overtime is really a roll of the dice, but they win it in Game Six, take the series from Nashville, uh, four games to two. Carolina wins a Game Six over Washington, forcing things back to the to DC for Game Seven. Now the Leafs can, I don't know, get some solace from the Vegas Golden Knights, the reigning Western Conference Stanley Cup finalists, losing in double overtime of Game Six. San Jose pushing things to a game seven. Mike, I, all I, you know, again, I want to see an effort from this Maple Leafs team that is as complete as it possibly can be. And if they lose in overtime or if they lose a knock them down, drag them out through 60 minutes, it's, it is what it is. After, after a, a a really solid professional effort that these guys can say to themselves, Look, man, we gave it our all. We weren't as complete as we wanted to be prior to the series, and that showed when the seven games concluded. I just I don't want to be talking about uh, Game 7 tomorrow that was a shit show or a cluster F or a, a series of mistakes or a game where the nerves overtook judgment. That I, I just give give me and dear Maple Leafs, give yourselves an opportunity to win. Put it all out there, lay it on the line. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. What what do these four players have in common? I'll I'll start with this before I lead into what you were just talking about. Tyler Bozak, Leo Komarov, Matt Martin. They're and all Roman going Polak. on. They're all going Answer. on to round two. They're all going on to round two, and they're all members of the Leafs last year. Now, that's meaningless, but it's an interesting little fact that players that this team said, well, we can't renew their contracts or we can't afford to if we're going to sign John Tavares or they weren't used in a proper way um, so, or, or, or they were too old or whatever. And there were a number of reasons and they found and they've moved on from them and have gone in a different direction. And I was in favor of that because the Leafs had a Calder Cup winning team with the Marlies and a lot of young players. And I think you can see that Andreas Janssen and Travis Dermott were ready for the NHL. There's going to be changeover in the summer as well. It's going to be more based on 
you know, salary cap considerations. But that stuff right now is secondary. That stuff is not, you know, the present. That's the future. Right now, the reality is game seven. And like you were saying, you know, they need their big players who have shown up at times in the series to, to step up when it, when it matters. And like I wrote yesterday, the first three games, Hyman, Tavares, and Marner yep. were phenomenal. They had, shut, they had shut down the Bergeron line. They had scored key goals. Mitch Marner blocked the shots at the end of game three. You look at the stats. The last three games, mm-hmm. they have one goal <laughs> collectively, one goal, two assists, and are minus 13. I think they 13. are aware of that, Mike. And I think these guys have risen to the moment throughout the season. This is an opportunity for them to not chase the play. They've been doing whatever they can to respond to and hold in check to the best of their abilities the Bergeron-Marchand-Pasternak line. Tonight, they must be the aggressors. They must have the run of the play. If they do that, if Tavares and Marner and Hyman by association can dictate what's happening in this game, the Maple Leafs will be hosting game one against the Columbus Blue Jackets. That's what has to take place. This, it's now or never, and I think Tavares, Marner, Hyman, I think the whole team's aware of that. Jeez, guys, just put it out there. Give yourselves a chance. You deserve this series victory, Michael. Last few points to you. Yeah, well, even, even if they break even against that top line, even if they you know just shut them down or limit them, that's a victory for the Leafs tonight. I mean, so, you know, there, there's one. I mean, you need Matthews to continue to pump goals in like he has been over the last uh, four games. Um, you know, in the game seven scenario, I, I, I think hopefully that'll happen. Really, the Leafs, need, they need their, bot, their bottom two lines to do something. I think their third line has been the worst unit in, in, the, in, the, in the series of, all, of either team. Um, especially after Kadri took the, the suspension after game two. Um, we saw Marlowe be used 17 minutes in game six. That will probably continue because Mike Babcock, when it comes down to pressure moments, will fall back on the players that he trusts, and he trusts Patrick Marlowe. So I think you're probably not going to see a lot of minutes from your fourth line, especially after Tyler Ennis takes a penalty that causes the, the, the power play goal. And that could be, you know, obviously Freddie Anderson being like he was in the last couple games is going to be extremely important. But I think this game will be won or lost on special teams. The special teams in game six were abysmal for Toronto. They they cannot take penalties if their, if their penalty killing is at 56%. They need to either play a game where they don't take any penalties or block shots and be more effective on the PK in this game where if you lose, it's over with. Bottom line, just be better. Are the Leafs capable of being better four times in seven games against the Boston Bruins, right? Are they capable of being better? Can the head coach facilitate and empower his team? to be better we'll find out tonight mike there's really not much else to say right yep sit back and enjoy the ride converse 
listeners of the podcast, I'd love to know how you're feeling. You can talk to us on Twitter at I am Norman James at Mike and Buffalo, or you can get at us inside the community section on the YouTube channel. I want to know how you're feeling. Let's get through today together. And with any luck, we'll be able to continue this journey uh, following the Maple Leafs into round two. Believe it's possible. I'm sure the Maple Leafs believe it's possible. And I'll say this again. All we want from this team is an effort that they can be proud of at the end of the day. If they're not good enough, but they gave it everything they had, left it all out there, and played a mistake-free Game 7, so be it. We didn't get that in Game 7 one year ago. We want that in Game 7 tonight. Michael, enjoy the day. Enjoy the game. You and I will be talking about it for sure tomorrow. We would like to thank Vanguard Northeast Realty in Scarborough, title sponsor of the Leafs Convo, demonstrating passion for the industry and a superior level of excellence in selling, leasing, and marketing your property. Vanguard Northeast Realty.